0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. I'm glad you're here for some more listener questions, as we do each and every Wednesday here on the show. Ricky and Pam join me, and we get some great questions today about virtual queues and what happens if you have a virtual queue that lines up during the time of an ADR. Say, for example, you're in breakfast at Crystal Palace at 10 a.m., and Your virtual queue time slot for Tron opens up at the exact same time. What do you do in that scenario? What about virtual queues for those guests that are staying at the deluxe resorts and going to those extra evening hours? And you want to get on Guardians of the Galaxy or Tron. How does that work? We talk about that today. We also talk about a Disney cruise for a first-time family with Disney Cruise Line. Would you go on a three- or a four-night cruise on the Disney Wish or head down to Fort Lauderdale and take a four-night cruise on the Magic? We discuss the pros and cons of that We also get a guest staying at Old Key West for the very first time. We give advice on the best areas to request around the resort. And would you go with breakfast or dinner at Olivia's? Spoiler, there's no right or wrong answer for that question. This and many more questions coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our podcasts are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That's over at beourguestpodcast.com slash amazon and a sincere thank you to the patrons of the be our guest podcast you make all these shows possible and we thank you so very much for that if you'd like to join us and get our bonus show every week it's called mike in the midwest we'd love to have you coming over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast
1: ready to take a trip to
2: the world you found the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast this is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage
0: Welcome to episode 2,272 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and congratulations to everybody getting back from the springtime surprise race weekend. Hope you had a great time. Hope you've recovered from the humidity from the races, especially on Sunday. Man, that was like running through some Campbell's chicken noodle soup, but we made it, and uh, I saw lots of uh, smiles and great medals, and we got the miles in, and I think everybody had a good time. We had some, uh, we had some really fast runners, and then we had some of us that were just having a good time, like me, and it was a good time. And I gotta say, we got, I got to meet just a ton of listeners of the show. You know, whether it was over at ABC commissary or walking around Disney's Hollywood studios or in Frontierland at the magic kingdom in line for Tron. When I was, I got to meet a couple of different groups of listeners, just waiting out my virtual queue time over at Tron or just all over the place. And people were just so kind to come up and say, we listened to the show, tell Pam, Ricky and Scott, I said, hello. And, uh, it it just means even running the race, I'll talk about this on Friday, but you know, I had a conversation. It was like a rolling live show. It would, it's just so kind that folks take the time to listen to our podcast and come up and say hello and got got to take some selfies. It, it meant the world to me. So everybody who, who came up and said hello, thank you so very much for that. And can't wait to do it again when we get down for the podcast cruise uh, pre and post uh, here in late June, early July. But right now we're back in the studios and we got to get to work because that's what we do. And it's time to answer listener questions. So joining us today from TheMouseForLess.com, we have Ricky. Ricky. A lot of listeners say hello and congratulations, oh. by the way, on baby Lucy. A lot of folks said that too.
2: Oh, well, hello. And thank you. So, uh, she may or may not be asleep in my lap right now. So
0: <laughs> this is also my nap time right now because we're recording early just for the record, but, uh, go ahead.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, so, so Hopefully she doesn't wake up, but, uh, she may or may not be, you know, with me at the, at the moment, just passed out. So, yeah.
0: All right. Good stuff. So things going well down in Atlanta.
2: Everything's going great. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh. Having family in town, you know, to meet Lucy, so that's that's good. Had Brian's family in town this past weekend. My brother's coming into town in a couple weeks, so uh, my parents are coming back into town uh, following that. So it's just it's a lot of family and a lot of visiting, and it's all good. And everybody's getting good baby Lucy time, so it's all good.
0: Yeah, I like having family come by sometimes, not all the time, but (laughs) more party.
2: Yeah, well, they don't have to stay with you. They have to stay with me. So. Yes, that's what I'm
0: saying. That's even worse. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I did not say... The, the the things that were reflected by Mike Roman are not reflected by Ricky and, uh because oh she God. knows her mother listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I'm just kidding. You're, I mean, she knows. Like, I love my dad. You know, your, your, your mom knows my dad. You know, I love my dad. But I love my dad when he's at his house, you know, and we talk on the phone. So, I mean, he can go. I, I like when he comes over because the thing is... Say,
2: The things reflected by Mike (laughs) Rowan are
0: not reflected. I love my dad. My dad (laughs) was my best man in my wedding. Don't get me wrong. I love my dad, but I don't want him sleeping in my house. Like we both have our own houses and it's, that's why that's how God intended. You know, Mm -hmm. just how it is. I don't, I've never had parents that lived out of town. So I don't think I could deal with that. Like I, I don't want to stay with them. (laughs) I'm an, I'm an old dude and I don't want them staying with me. Like that happened when I was in my teens and when I was a little kid moved on yeah. doesn't moved need to happen on. again so anyway yeah also joining us <laughs> you help us out please pam forrester coder the magic for less travel pam i don't know where you fall on this but uh i like my personal space
1: <laughs> i um i yeah I, I think that this is a question i don't want to answer any <laughs> way, shape, <or> form. <laughs> i yes i th- uh, yes to all the things i mean yes, it, it's all, all good <laughs> No, I, I don't mind having visitors at my house most of the time. Really don't.
0: Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we don't. See, the good news is we, the one spare bedroom that we had, I am now, po- it's a podcast studio. So it's all good. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. when, when Paige comes home, she doesn't really have a place to stay other than the couch. So it's, you know, you can't stay very long.
1: <laughs> You're like, too bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't get any ideas. Ah.
0: Exactly. We love you, Paige, but we love you in Chicago too. So oh, <laughs> we'd love her here. We're just kidding, Paige. If you want to come uh, back to Mizzou, SEC, baby. Let's go. But we love UIC. Okay, so let's uh, jump in. We're going to answer some listener questions. So our folks that are tuned in live on Facebook and YouTube, feel free to drop those in the comments. And we'll get right to those. But right now, let's head to the inbox. And Catherine's got a question. It's about Run Disney. So I'm going to this one first because I'm still in the mood from this past weekend. She says, hey, Mike and crew, I just registered to run the 10K during Marathon Weekend with a friend. We're going to do a quick trip and go down Wednesday night. And leave on Saturday. The race is on Friday. And we're planning to also go to the parks that day. How do you recommend that we spend Thursday? I know that we have to go to the race expo and pick up our bibs. From listening to your other shows, it sounds like this could take a long time. Is it worth it to buy a park ticket for that day too? I would love to hear what you would recommend to spend our time on Thursday. Thanks for all you do, Catherine. Okay, so they're going to do the 5K race on Friday. So you're going to have to get your bibs on Thursday, like she said. Now, I will tell you about the expo. You could probably get in and out in an hour to an hour and a half if you are not a shopper. I don't know how big of a shopper you are. Now, here's the here's the wrinkle in the whole deal. Marathon weekend is the biggest weekend of all the race weekends. And so they will be utilizing the virtual queue. So this is the thing that, that kind of takes... I hate this. I mean, and it hates... If, Pam always said with her students, and I said this with my sixth graders too, hate is a terrible word. Please don't use it. It's too strong. But, but you hate it. I do hate the virtual queue because I don't care if I hurt its feelings. It's not <laughs> a thing. It's not a person. Because here's the deal. It takes, it, it It can mess up your whole day you're going to the expo, right? Because I think it was at 830 for the springtime surprise. It was, because that was the time you had to get on the app and push the button to join the virtual queue over at ESPN Wide World of Sports, and then you get assigned a time is when you can go. You get your group, just like, you know, with Tron or, you know, uh, Guardians, whatever. And so I got mine. I can't remember what group number was, but it was like 145 minutes from that time, which was like 8.30 in the morning. And But the thing is, you could get like a time in the mid-afternoon, which... So if you get that, and you wanted to go to a park that day, it takes... I liked it the old days. Like if you wanted to sacrifice time and just go there and be like the first in, you know, but give up like an hour of waiting in line initially, but just be the first wave in shop, get your bibs and get out. You could be out of there by 11 o'clock and be in a theme park for the rest of the day. And that would be a good use to get a ticket and go to the parks. But if you get a virtual queue time that says you're going to go to the queue, you're going to go to the expo at three 30. That's terrible. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and here's the other thing how important it and this is only for the official run disney merchandise so this would be for things like hoodies this is all the run disney stuff that'll say marathon weekend like 10k 5k half marathon full marathon dopey goofy all that stuff hats like this hat would be there anything that says run disney on it would be in this building it's at the arena so you got to have the virtual key to get in and i'm sure i i don't know pam do you think most people even I would say if you're signed up, you're probably going to want to go to this. And I will be honest. I went, even for springtime this past weekend, I didn't buy a thing. There was nothing I needed. I mean, but I, I go all the time. I got a lot. Like, I have so much gear. If I come, and I, I was already coming home with four t-shirts from the races. Like my wife wants to kill me because of how many shirts I have in the closet. <laughs> so I wasn't going to buy another one. Or I
1: think that a lot of people do want to buy things, especially if this isn't a race that they do all the time or it's one of their first Disney races or whatnot. I think that's going to impact it. But the other thing I wanted to say on this subject is, you know, how many days have you already paid for? Because with all Disney tickets, once you hit about that four, if you've already paid for four days, And especially if you've already paid for five or more, look at how much it actually is to add another day to your tickets. It may not be that much. And it ends up, you know what I mean? So it sort of is a wash for me. You know, of course, I'm always going to say I would rather have more days than not enough. I understand that. And I understand all the good points that you brought to it too, but I just wanted to bring that part up too. But yeah, I mean, I think most people are going to shop to some degree. I agree.
0: I mean, that's, I think you're going to want to do it. You just don't know. I mean, because you get, you could get in the, you get a virtual queue time early where you could be out of there by noon and then you could, you know, really do a park that whole day. But if you get like a three 30 or four 30 time that really, I guess you could go to the park early that morning, hop out, go to the expo and go back to the park that night. I, it's a between one day and two days in the park. I guess if you're there, you know, while in Rome, go to the park. I mean, it sounds like you kind of want to Ricky. I would or maybe make yeah. it a, maybe make it a pool day your hotel maybe upgrade your your resort from maybe a value to a moderate or moderate to a deluxe
2: yeah i was thinking it, it it'll depend on what time they get through the virtual queue to be perfectly honest which you know kind of stinks cuz you want to have your ticket you know ahead of time so um i guess it depends on how badly you really want to go to the parks um you could do like a disney springs day you know we Brian and i have done that we've had a lot of fun doing just a a fun Disney Springs day where we run around and grab. Well, I I would say in our case, we were grabbing all the snacks and treats that we possibly could. Uh, so, you know, maybe that's an option for you. I don't know. You're running the next day, so maybe don't eat them all in one day, but you know, (laughs) take them home with you or something. But, uh, you know, that's an option too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it it really depends on how, how badly you want to go in the parks. And like Pam said, how many days you already have tickets for, Cause if it's, you know, after that four day time slot, yeah, it's, it's like ridiculously inexpensive to kind of add on extra days at that point. So
0: it looks like for would, her, it'd just be a difference between a one day ticket and a two day ticket. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to, there's not much of a different, you know, like you're not getting a huge savings till you hit like day four. Mm-hmm. Like no. a day. that's no, where you that's start true. getting the savings. But I mean, you're there. But I mean, you know, I if you are running, I might just like upgrade my resort into a pool day. That's like,
2: true, because you you know you are gonna go to bed early anyway. Right. So that's why I am saying, like maybe maybe make it a Disney Springs day, or like if you don't want to do a lot of walking around, yeah, the, the pool day is probably a really good option as well. But like you and your
0: friend, you know, like if you are staying say at Riverside, like maybe upgrade to like a Wilderness Lodge and just chill at the pool yeah. there, and like get dinner at Geyser Point early or something. I mean, that's a good day. That's a good. And option. it might be about the same cost. And mm-hmm. it's a lot less, True. it's a lot nicer on your legs as a runner. Valid point. I mean, dude, how far is it to walk to guys' point? A couple hundred yards? <laughs> kind of, yes. I mean, it's, it's chilling, too. I'm just saying, experienced runner speaking. I'm just telling you. For and, sure. <laughs> so, just, just something to think about. I mean, going to go the parks both days, it could be done. Absolutely. I mean, you just have to hop out and go to the expo. You can be in and out of the expo easily in two hours. If you don't shop a lot, hour and a half. But there is a lot of walking. That's the thing. It takes a little bit to get there on the bus. It, the, where the bus drops you off, it probably takes 20 minutes to walk all the way back to where you get your bib It's further back in my world of sports you think. And you got to walk out and you got to do your shopping. So it's it a big
1: area. Off. It's, it's a really, it's, it's and big. they sort of have you walking all over. They the
0: place. do. It's no joke. I mean, I guarantee you walk for at least a mile, it's probably closer to two miles while you're there. Like, and that's mm-hmm. they're totally messing with runners when they do that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you're all over that place. Okay, Sean's got a question about Tron. So here we go. Says Happy Monday, BOGP crew. Parts... Actually, it's Wednesday, Uh, Sean. Uh, Parts of my family are taking a girls' trip coming up at the end of May. Their first day there is at the Magic Kingdom, and they have a 10 a.m. reservation at the Crystal Palace. They're planning on grabbing a Tron virtual queue at 7 a.m., fingers crossed, but are worried it might conflict with the reservation time. If it does conflict... Can they cancel it and book again at the 1 p.m. slot or are other possible options to talk to a cast member available? Thanks for your guidance, Sean, up in the mitten. Pam, how would they handle this? So they already would have an established ADR for Crystal Palace. It looks like at 10 a.m. for breakfast. But then say the virtual queue slot comes up and it's while they're eating breakfast. What what's the procedure there?
1: So I one of so there have been a little bit of changes in the way that they've handled this but it, there's really been no no change to the official policy and what you're going to want to do is when you're at the magic Kingdom if this becomes an issue just go ahead and visit one of those blue umbrellas guest experience team they will be able to offer you the best advice on what to do and how to handle that so that's always your safest bet I think when that I I think what happens is, Here's just a little, a little of my editorial, editorializing. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready? here. For Lots it. of folks are going to read on the socials. So and so did it this way. So and so did it this way. This site is reporting that this happens. Mm-hmm. This site is reporting that this happens. And then then two weeks later, they'll be like, Disney closed a loophole and whatever. Ooh. What actually is, is that sometimes, as we all know, there's a difference between what happens in practice to maybe a couple people as opposed to what the official ruling is. And because this is a Disney issue, I think it's always better to go right to the source, right? Now, we're all about telling you, like, here's what's happening right now. But in this particular instance, I think your best bet is going to be to visit with one of those guest experience team members because those cast members have access to actually give you the good advice that will help you with things like this. And I think that's always a good thing.
0: Yeah. What I would say too, is like, go there and just be, be excited about the experience, right? We're so excited. We finally get to ride Tron, but we're, we got this, you know, we've been looking forward to having this great breakfast over at crystal palace. And it looks like they're going to be at the same time and then they're going to, they're going to work with you. That's, that's a good point because they want, I mean, they are there to, to enhance the guest. I mean, the guest experience team, they want you to have a positive guest experience. Four. So they are going to work with you. That's a good point. Okay. Tracy's got a question and I think it's about virtual cues as well. She says, uh, my family and I are staying at the Polynesian DVC at the end of April. We're excited that we can take advantage of the extended evening hours for deluxe guests, but wondered how it worked with the virtual cues for Tron and guardians of the galaxy. Are these rides open during, (coughs) excuse me, during the extended hours? If so, is there a regular queue for these rides after the park closes today, guests, or do we need to sign up for the extended hours virtual queue? Thanks so much for the positivity and Disney information you put out each week. Tracy, she's one of my great guests over at the Magic for Less and really appreciate her and her family. So Pam, do you know, cause you, you are yeah. a deluxe guest many times. I mean, you did stay at all-star sports the other day, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. And there is a virtual queue mm-hmm. for those awesome extra hours. Let me just tell you, we did those recently and they are so great really and truly they are worth their weight in gold. Um, if you have the ability to stay at one of the deluxe resorts, even um, for a couple nights of your vacation, consider it it's it's really worth it um and there is i believe it is at six o'clock the virtual queue mm-hmm. opens up for the extended evening hours and you can oh. enter at that time and by the way just going to give you the big heads up that joining the virtual queue at that time is much easier than joining yeah. Yeah, at the yeah, other we'll times bet. you have yeah. so many less people in those pool of people that have even accessibility to that so and here's another thing the um, the My Disney Experience system actually smart enough to notice and to know if you have a reservation at one of the deluxe or deluxe villa resorts before it even lets you enter the virtual queue. So when you're choosing your party. This is why every, it is very important to have everyone on your reservation, because if you're not listed as being there as part of the party, staying at one of the deluxe or deluxe villa resorts, you will not be eligible for the virtual queue. They're getting really smart there at the what? Disney. I'm just going to say that. That's true.
0: They are, they're, they're leaning on that app a lot more like for your AP verification. Now they're not asking for that old plastic card yep. anymore. They're just uh, like, Hey, show me under, um, you know, uh, there's like a little tab that says it was like memberships, okay. I think, or something like that for your discounts, yep. you know, like it could show if you're a DVC, uh, DVC member, it could show if you're a Disney visa, like mm-hmm. Disney visas on there. You don't have to show your card. You can show it on my well, Disney experience. Nice. I know it shows like you were an AP holder and when it expires. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah.
1: It it's, is, it is. And it's getting more functional. It really is smart enough to see some of these things where I would not have trusted it maybe perhaps in the past. Right. Um, it is getting smarter in this space. Um, and the virtual cues are a, a thing that they heavily lean into, so.
0: And it worked, I mean, the virtual queue worked for me. I mean, knock on wood, it won't the next 10 times because I just said that out loud onto a microphone. But uh, it worked. I got on trying, you know, no problem. So i saturday so that was fun okay alfred's got a question he wants to know if the uh the high tea at the grand floridian has returned and it has not correct it has
1: not in that space though in the afternoon they're doing some really fun stuff um that's where they're doing sort of like the painting classes at the grand floridian or or other things that you may have seen other activities at um, different resorts around there. When we were there um, this past week, they were doing the painting activity and they do some really cute stuff. So. Um, we'll afford to that, but it, it is a really small venue. I'm sure. Um, it's sort of labor intensive because there's the pouring of the tea and the putting down of the finger sandwiches and then the scones and then this, and then that. So, um, it's a really small space. I hope that we see that return at some
0: point. That was still, <laughs> I mean, this is Mike Rollman. This is Mike in the Midwest saying that was one of the most fun things I have ever done at Walt Disney world. I, I, I did not want to go to this. I mean, I will be honest. Like we booked that. It was, it was all of us, bunch of us around this table and I was going to high tea. I could, I could have cared less to be honest, but I was going because my friends were going. And that was the wildest fun thing. And dude, those, those sandwiches were good. I could have destroyed. They were about really good, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. she's like sir how do you like your tea i'm like i have no idea i get sweet tea at mcdonald's (laughs) she's like oh we're gonna have to work on you sir (laughs) she did and it was good so we we had an understanding okay next question's from jacob and he says listener question the great ap games plus dcl and he says to the mouse dream team so many of you to name plus plus babies plus fur babies but you all are awesome (laughs) i love that i
2: like that The Mouse Dream Team. I think
0: that's a great nickname for the four of us. Little inflated, but we'll take it for one night. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with it. He says, "I'm anxiously, uh, I'm anxiously prepping for the great AP games on April 20th to snag five laps annual passes for my family." I will talk about the best case scenario, as this is more of a Disney Cruise Line question. Now he has me totally confused. Okay. (laughs) Best case scenario, I'm hoping to snag annual passes, activate in June for our already planned trip in 2023, and quickly start planning a cruise for 2024 in May. Since we are hopeful AP holders again, we're looking at a three to four night cruise, plus a three to four night stay at Walt Disney World. This will be our first Disney cruise, and we'll have a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 6-year-old at the time of the cruise. I'm going to stop there. That's the perfect age for kids going on a cruise. They will lose their minds. They will love it. I mean, any any age really is, but oh my gosh, those kids are going to be so lucky. Okay, here, here's what he says. I'm weighing night options and ships. Should we do a three night on the wish, a four night on the wish, or a four night out of Fort Lauderdale? Obviously, the price is lower on the magic and can get four nights at the best rate, but I'm really sold, but I really am sold on the wish. Is three days enough? it's a big price jump between the three and four night on the wish is the drive to Fort Lauderdale too long. Remember, this is our first cruise. Mike expect the quote, <laughs> an email quote after this question airs. And it, even if the odds are ever in my favor on April 20th, Jacob's out in Arkansas. Well, Jacob, I look forward to you and may the force be with you on yeah. April 20th. This is going to be a day that's going to go down in Disney history. forever.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, because people are asking, I've gotten lots of email. How's it going to go on April twentieth? I'm like, you know what? They've don't never,
2: know, but expect the worst. They've,
0: they've never restarted selling annual passes. I don't have any idea. We'll see. Um. So yeah, right. you know what? But the DVCs didn't go too bad. So I, I have I have a better feeling. There were some delays. We'll, uh. Yeah, but by the end of the day, I mean, yeah. it, it seemed to work itself out. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> back to back. Don't get me roped in on this. Back to Jacob's question. He's looking at a three-night, four-night, both on The Wish or going on The Magic out of Fort Lauderdale for a four-nighter. And these are all good options. Ricky, you want to weigh in first? What would you say?
2: Oh, man. So i how far is it from... Disney to Fort Lauderdale.
0: It's a while. It's yeah, like, well. I've because we we, we, said, we went because you know, we sailed out of like Miami, three, which is it's it's three a good yeah, it's a good three-hour drive at least. It yeah, is. it's yeah okay. That's and what it's what I a thought. boring drive and I mean, dude,
1: traffic can be bad, bad. Yeah. Yeah. because I just did this. We yep, drove to Miami from Orlando. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm gonna be doing that soon too. Actually, so looking forward to that drive. So with that being said. I, I think personally, I would do the wish the four night, the three nights, just not enough for a cruise. It's just not, I mean, I've, I I would love to say to do the three night because I know it's so much more of a savings, but that, that extra day is, is so huge when you're on a cruise. So I, I would say to do the four night on the wish. Just because Fort Lauderdale is so far away. If you were able to fly into Fort Lauderdale, yeah, then I'd say, oh, go ahead and take the, you know, take the, 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 the that, that cruise on the Magic. But I, I, I think I'm going to go with the Wish
0: on Fortnite. So four-night. I, I would, I'd, I'd say the two four-nighters are the top two options yeah. here. Okay, because the three-night. Pam, let me ask you this. I've come to this conclusion over the last year. Three-night cruises. I always try to figure out who those three-night cruises are for. And I don't think they're necessarily for first time cruisers who I think they're for. No. I think they're for veteran cruisers that just want, like they need a little hit. Like they need a quick weekend. They just like, they just, you know, they're Walt Disney world, but they just want to get on the ship for just a little, you know, this is going to be their 12th cruise. And they just want to go for just a little hit of Disney cruise. Like they've done it a bunch of times. But they just need to, you know, go to their favorite lounge, see their favorite show, sit on a sun deck for a little bit, go to Castaway key for a day. Do do you think that's kind of a good use of that three-day cruise? I think that's kind of the, maybe the market for a three-nighter.
1: I do. Like, so we did a three-night cruise with our agents on The Wish. And I think that all of us agreed it was worth doing. Um, It was, it didn't, it, it didn't feel super short to me just because I knew what I, I was getting into and we get to cruise often. So It felt good, like I Mm -hmm. went in there, I got to see everything I wanted to see again on the Wish and I knew I was gonna be back on the Wish. So um, that was good. I I think that they're probably not for new cruisers except to test the waters. If you really want to see If you're worried about a cruise, if you're thinking maybe a cruise isn't that great for you or one of those things. So I think it's a good testing point or a good refresher. Maybe we should think about the three nights and those kind of things. So four nights does give you a little more and I'll tell you why, in particular, because you typically have a sea day on the four night cruise. And that gives you the ability to do things like um, go to brunch or um, just have a leisurely day around all uh, take advantage of all the activities that happen on the ship so i think that that's why that fourth night is a lot better
0: yeah it, it, you know i would try to do the four night if you can and you know even if you got to drive to lauderdale it is three hours it's not the most pleasant thing but you, i mean if it if here's the thing I, i'm trying to decide like is it worth would i would i drive the extra distance to lauderdale for a the savings because the magic is a nice ship it's not the wish mm-hmm. but it's a great especially if you're a first-time cruiser I love because the magic. It, it, the magic is a great ship and you just don't know right you're not going to say whoa well the the wish has this and the you know this you've never been on a disney cruise line ship everything's going to be a new exciting experience I mean, right. just because it's it's great. And you're going to get a whole extra night on the ship for probably less money. And, I mean, three hours. Again, I used to drive 15 to Walt Disney World with no problem. So I would not shy against that one. So I would look at that. But definitely go with one of the four-night cruises. I think you'll you'll really enjoy the extra day at sea. You get more options. So that's what mm-hmm. I do. All right. Next question is from Julianne. She says, hey, Mike, I hope you're doing well. My husband or my family husband, seven-year-old son of me. Our regulars at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. We're planning our first Disneyland vacation with my sister and her family for this uh, this June through the Magic for Less. Thanks for all your help. Thank you, Julian. My sister's kiddos have never been to Disney, and they are counting on me uh, on me for app planning and reservations. I'm fairly confident with planning and dining reservations for my family of three, but I'm a little anxious about making reservations for eight people, four adults, four kids, ages two to eight. I want to schedule one advanced dining reservation per day so we have a chance to to rest, regroup, and have a bit of air conditioning. I have been experimenting on the Disneyland app with finding dining reservations and see fewer options for a party of eight than parties of three to four. How should I approach this without having my sister have to worry about it? I could get her login info if needed and try to get two reservations for parties of four, but I know this is a bit of a gamble. Do you have any reservations, uh, any recommendations? Thanks so much. Julianne. All right, Pam. So how would you go about getting these reservations for eight at Disneyland? Cause I think they are a bit more challenging out there just because the pool of reservations is smaller.
1: They are. And that is a challenge. Um, <laughs> and breaking yourself into two groups, either two groups of four or you know, um, one group of like six and another group of two or whatnot is really going to be your way to do it. Um, it, it, You may want to consider calling um, because the Disneyland reservations are typically not quite the mad dash that Walt Disney World reservations are, except there's a few ones that are sort of, um, you know, popular, I will uh, I will guess. So when the phone lines open, they'll be able to easily help you with two, or you can um, do two sign-ins too um, and do that. Um, but you could have one sign-in open on your computer and another one open on your phone, be signed into two different um, My Disney Experience accounts, and that works really well too.
0: Absolutely. Good. And your, your uh, family's very lucky to have you because obviously you're going to be able to navigate the lay of the land with Disneyland Resort and I'm sure you're going to pick some awesome reservations too. I hope you can get blue by you. I'm just saying for somebody that had never been, that yeah. was the ultimate, I not you know it's super. And I'm saying this is a super hard ADR to get. Like I'm picking the hardest one, it but is. for somebody, if you want to impress somebody and I don't know how big of a Disney fans, like your rest of your family is. But when I was sitting in there having that Monte Cristo and my hurricane, I mean, I was sitting there also with my family and with my best bud and his family at the table and just watching the boats go by and pirates. And I'm like, this is it, man. <laughs> I just I couldn't believe I was there. Like it was just so good. And oh, if I could have one of those Monte Cristos today for lunch. Whew. So good. Okay. Next questions from Kim. Hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and little Lucy. She's sleeping.
2: Hey, Lucy's getting getting questions. Oh, ah, let me. Well, she's here, so let me see if she has an answer. I mean, she hasn't no. been to the parks yet, but, you know, she may have an answer for
0: it. I you, mean, so. Scott didn't even get a call out on this one. so No, Lucy good? did. We're good. Okay, she says, my husband and I are doing an adults-only trip and are staying at Old Key West. We've Lucy never... may
2: not be of help with an adults-only trip. Yeah, that's
0: probably not true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, we've never been there before and are wondering what area you would recommend we ask for, as I know this is a big resort. We plan to do lots of dining at Disney Springs. Second and most, most importantly, as I happen to know, Olivia's is one of your favorites. We've also never been there. Do you have any breakfast or dinner res- recommendations at Olivia's? And final question is for Pam, what is your absolute favorite lounge on property? Hello. Thanks so much for all you do. You keep us all sane between vacations. Kim is in Ontario, Canada near the great Niagara Falls. So how cool is that? and you guys are getting ready to stay at one of my, I'm not DVC or anything like that. And this is the original DVC resort. It is awesome. I mean, there's just all West. I've said this before. It is so different feeling vibe wise than any other Walt Disney world resort. It is like staying in like the little Disney town, like a little community. (laughs) I love the vibe of this place. It is so chill. In fact, If they just came around and just said, can I take your theme park tickets? You'd probably be like, sure. I'm not going to the theme parks. I'm just going to go up to the gurgling suitcase and just eat at Olivia's. I'm good. Don't go to the pool. I'm just going to watch people play golf. It's that chill, so be careful. If somebody comes around and tries to take your theme park tickets, you probably still want to go to the parks, but it's, it's crazy. It's so chill over there. It's awesome. I love it. Okay. So Pam, you stayed there many times. Give them a recommendation for a, a section of old Key West. They might want to enjoy
1: honestly i have liked all the sections of old key west that i'd stay in and like we tend to recommend when you have a room request instead of requesting a certain area or um, a certain room number request the things that are important to you so if you want a view of the water from your balcony then request that if you want to be close to a bus stop then request that. If you want to be close to the main Old Key West building or the pool there, request that. If you want to be close to any pool, because there are um, other quiet pools located at the resort, request that. But that is the best chance of your getting what is important to you. Um, I really like all the different sections. I think that Sometimes um, if you have a car, that may dictate, you know, that the bus stop is actually more important to you. The great thing about Old Key West is that even though it's a really big resort, it also has an internal bus Mm -hmm. system so that you can easily get from places here to there. And I always say, I have stayed at the very furthest out from the main building, um, you know, building where our room was and we we usually walk to the main pool because it feels like old florida it does like you're it just does it has that kind of sense to it so like you hoof up with all your crap to sit by the pool all
0: day golf carts are going past you hear (laughs) people playing golf it's i mean it's like you're living the florida dreams. Especially, really. I mean, you're coming from Canada, man. You're living the ultimate snowbird dream there for a, few, a few days, however long you're there. Yeah.
1: It is absolutely true. So that's why we tend to do that. But yeah, there's lots of um, great things about different sections, but just think about what's important to you. And I think the views that are that most people request is either a golf, car, golf course view or a water view or the location. And those are the things that you'll want to keep in mind you have a great time.
0: And then actually her other question wasn't recommendations for like, from like the menu, it was actually um, dinner or breakfast. And I would say dinner at Olivia's breakfast is good. Don't get me wrong. I've had plenty of breakfast there. It's yeah. Rock-
1: I, I know breakfast I, is good. Yeah, I, I would
0: say the correct answer is both, but
1: yeah, <laughs> <I> <laughs> mean, especially choose. if you're staying
0: there because they have a good breakfast, but dinner is rocking. And make sure you request to eat on the patio once the patio yeah. is where it's at at that place. Oh, it is so, so fun. good. Yeah. It's so good. And so final question was to, directly to Pam. I mean, boom, not to put you on the spot, but man, you got to name a lounge.
1: I know. Right. And there are so many good ones. Um, so I'm going to name two. That's my prog. Yeah, well,
0: I mean, she did say. Uh, let me let me change her email here. Let me. <laughs> yes, she says.
1: Yes, yeah. she says. I know. I'll ask for one oh,
0: answer. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I'm gonna go back in. Uh And final question for Pam is: What is your favorite absolute top two? lounges on property sorry that's what she said that's, that's what right. i
1: read yes there are so really <laughs> good and i'm gonna narrow it down to two but any of the ones that i've spoken about on the podcast are all good and my favorites change so this last time um again we were we ate outside at brown derby lounge gotta love me some brown derby lounge especially if the weather is beautiful because you're outside you are people watching and You get to see some fantastic conversations and outfits go past as you're enjoying some lovely food and drink at the Brown Derby Lounge. So love that one. And also going to give a the second one to the Enchanted Rose at the Grand Floridian because we just it's just casual, but, you know, a fun place they have drinks they have some food um so those are my two right now but there's so many um they're all good
0: speaking of the brown derby lounge so i was i was at the studios yesterday as we're recording and i was walking past brown derby proper there and you know how they have that little lawn to the neck next to it kind of by the by the big archway so donald duck and daisy duck were on that lawn (laughs) And they busted out a picnic basket in a big, like, checker picnic blanket thing. And they start laying out a whole uh, picnic. I think I had this conversation on a show about how kids don't know what a picnic is. And all of a sudden, they're, like, giving (laughs) a demonstration. What I'm like, maybe they listen to the show The Ducks. Like, they're they're giving a uh, demonstration. They take it out. They unfold it together. They lay out this red and white checkered blanket on the... I didn't stick around because I had to go see my Frozen sing-along, like, right then. But... I didn't know if they popped out like some cold turkey or chicken legs and like or made some ham sandwiches. <laughs> probably seen... not
1: chicken legs. Yeah, probably, probably not chicken legs.
0: Duck a <laughs> <all the wrong>. l'orange. <laughs> probably not
2: that. I don't probably know. I was going to say, no duck, no chicken. But it was cute. Cow. I mean, it
0: was cute. It was Daisy Duck and Donald Duck there. The I know. There are the a lot of characters track.
1: there, usually. We've seen. Chip and Dale there, um, we saw, she wasn't in that area, but she was in the other area, Edna. Oh yeah, um, she stands we down down kind there
0: kind of like a, yeah, kind of uh, as you walk By up Min to the Mills. Chinese theater. Yeah, guess, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yeah. right there. Yeah. I
1: know, right? She was looking fab and she was pointing out outfits. I just, the number of characters you see sort of around the parks now has definitely increased and I love that change. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they've done that.
0: Yeah, I got to see my boy Frozone.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i like frozen these are my favorites (laughs) all right next question one of the it's from it says the title of it is one of those wild lsu fans has a question (laughs) one of those people that spells go wrong g all those extra letters g-e-a-u-x is how they spell it down there for the other tigers not like mizzou we just say G we're efficient nope lsu fans g-e-o no g-e-a-u-x
1: well, plus two. Sometimes when you're southern, you give a one-syllable <laughs> word two okay. or
0: three syllables. <laughs> hey, my, my relatives are all southern.
1: <laughs> you can do yo. How do you Gyo. say the, How do you say
0: the month after June? July. July. That's right. Okay. Just 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 making sure. Okay. Hey, Pam, Mike, Ricky, and Scotty G. My family, <laughs> my husband, nine-year-old son, and myself are sailing on our first Disney cruise next month. We're sailing on the Fantasy. We're flying in the evening before and staying at the Hyatt in the Orlando airport. I've been exploring all the transportation options and cannot decide which one will be best. And wanted to ask what you would suggest. I'm bouncing between getting an Uber, a private car service or the Disney cruise line shuttle transportation side note, LSU's opening game of the football season is in Orlando this September. And my husband and I have planned a Disney trip around the game So I'm sure there's going to be plenty of purple and gold in the parks that weekend. Thanks for all you do. I love the show. Heather. Okay. I've mentioned this before. That is the weekend. We need to have the parade in the magic kingdom of all LSU fans. Just purple and gold. Just right down Main Street, USA. Like, I mean, it would last for 15 minutes. They could just play their fight song. They could have. Less miles they could have. Who was the guy that? Uh, oh god! The, oh man, I forgot their coach. That he he's not there anymore. But he yeah, oh. you're looking at the wrong two ladies. God, no. Yeah, this is not he was. For us. Um, oh, uh, Ed Ogeron. Go Tigers! Yeah, I would
1: have never <laughs> guessed yeah. that name. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's
0: it. Yes, that's it. That's yeah. it. Now it could be Brian yeah. Kelly, right before the, you know he's going to be down there for the game. He could be up there. One of my former students is a defensive coordinator, Robert Steeples. He was in my he was in Pam and myself. He was in our fifth grade class. He's a defensive coordinator for the Tigers. I mean, we could have. I'm arranging this. I'm calling Disney. We need a we need an LSU. Purple and gold parade down Main Street. Because there's so, I saw all kinds of LSU fans over the past weekend when I was there. It's April. It's football season. People have their LSU stuff on. I mean, I do take my, I put my Mizzou Tiger stuff away in the spring for a little bit, and I'll bust it back out here again soon. I mean, anyway. So, what was your question? (laughs) <laughs> she was about getting from the airport over to the cruise.
2: That was a very long way to go. Oh my goodness.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. I'm super tired. It was a long race weekend. Okay, so Pam, what would you do? Private transport, Uber, Lyft, or Disney Cruise Line taking you from the Hyatt at MCO over to the port?
1: Well, so one of the nice things about staying at the Disney Cruise line, or uh, taking the Disney Cruise Line transportation, is you really don't have to worry about um, boarding times and when you're going to get there and all of that. So that's the advantage to that. Um, I probably wouldn't Uber um, just because oh, there's great. lots of Uber like needs from the um, the airport area and the times where there is surge pricing or whatnot whatever just a higher price because you're at the airport i think is more likely when you're right there so i would probably look at private transportation if you don't want to take the disney cruise line transportation because i think that that offers you the most flexibility and you have that professional service and you know that it's they're coming to get you and those are all comforting things too
0: wonder how far uber goes like places like uber and lyft i've never thought about that
2: i mean i've seen people ask them to take the really long distances like i'm talking like different states (laughs) you kidding are you real i'm not kidding i've seen it i don't know if they will do it i I mean i'm sure for a price is it up to the
0: driver i mean does the driver get to pick like say say like i'm in st louis and i ask an uber to take me to chicago they're gonna take me to chicago
2: i i don't know i mean i i i i guess i did so when we uh when we stayed in new york one time uh we actually um had we called uber to pick us up and take us because we were going to the port and the distance the time and slash distance that it would from where we were staying uh to where the port was the uber drivers wouldn't do it basically they were like they would get to the hotel that we were staying at and they're like no and they and they turned around and they, they just canceled our ride. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was a few years ago, uh, but yeah, they absolutely totally canceled our ride. And they're like, no. So we ended up finding somebody and gave them money on the deal. But
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that it worked
2: out
1: too. So
0: <laughs> I was just wondering. But, uh, yeah, I've always yeah. wondered that. Because you got to get yeah. home, right? I mean, you, know, you can't go. I mean, yeah, if you're going to take somebody, I guess the port's not that far. It's like 45 minutes.
2: Yeah. It's not no, too far. I mean, yeah, but you have to remember those Uber drivers have to come back to where, you know, so yeah, like but they're going to
0: a port. Maybe they could catch somebody and bring them back, you know, hopefully possibly.
2: they could catch. Yeah. Him. Yes. In that instance, that would work out. But for for the Uber driver in our instance, like he was stationed in that city yeah, and yeah. He, he did not want to drive all the way to New York City and then go all the way back. So, you know, without having anybody to pick up. So.
0: Yeah, that's true. OK, last question of the day comes from. Chris, hey Mike, and everyone at the podcast. We're traveling to Walt Disney World in two weeks, or for two weeks, in May. Two adults and two young children, and we're coming from the United Kingdom. My wife and I have been to Walt Disney World together on a few different occasions before we had kids, and have been to Disneyland Paris with the children a couple of times as well. We know that Walt Disney World is very different to Paris, but I wonder if you can tell us what differences we should expect bringing two young kids with us versus having visited with just the two of us in Florida and also any must do things for the young children. We're staying in a villa for the two weeks, so we won't be using extra hours, Disney transportation, etc. but we want to know how to get the best out of our trip for the whole family without overdoing it for the two young children. As we're used to doing rope drop to park clothes on our previous trips. Thanks in advance. And I hope our question can make it into the podcast before we travel chris well chris thanks for listening over in the uk we appreciate it and hope you have a great trip here next month and you enjoy the states again and it's gonna be fun with your kids so pam just kind of general advice you so are coming here with the kids they're going to be here for two weeks so i would say pace yourself it's like a marathon pace yeah. your, don't go out too hard that's great advice for a marathon and it's great advice for vacation especially with kids 100
1: agreed um I think that you will you will want to look at um, strollers probably for younger kids, I I, many times you see parents overestimate um, the times that their children want to be walking and once your little one is tired and whiny and once picked up um you know and it's hot and the last thing you want to do is be picking up and carrying a oh little one no. the stroller becomes a godsend it just really really does um So consider that i think you know my advice is always when you're traveling with a little one try to keep on their schedule as much as possible um if you normally eat at a certain time if you normally go to bed at a certain time if you normally do all those things try not to vary too much from that schedule or maybe you know if you're going to vary don't vary everything like you want to stay up late to see the fireworks awesome let's still try to keep like lunchtime the same and dinner time the same because if you, everything's messed up then that just makes for cranky people and one cranky kid is all it takes oh. to make everyone cranky right um we saw that truth yes. <laughs> it is <very laughs> i already true. know this truth now. <laughs> it's true it gets it's just stressful i think that's the other thing too um you know i know that parents When you have one who's like really whiny or crying or sobbing, it's stressful for everyone in the party. And I think the, if you can avoid that, that's a really important thing. And then just pack a lot of patience um, and let your kids sort of direct what you're doing, where you're going. Um, I think it's really fun to do that. They'll... Maybe they want to spend an hour at the playground or the water play area Mm -hmm. near um, Mission Space and go ahead and do that. That's where the memories are made. Those are the things that they want to do right then. Or maybe they really enjoy character greeting and you find this out on day one and you're like, oh my gosh, okay, let's make sure that we hit some more of these character greetings because our child loves this. Or maybe they hate character greetings and you want to think, Okay, we have um, a character meal planned, you know, (laughs) three days from now. This might not be the best idea since. our our child screams like she's being you know hurt every time mm-hmm. she sees the characters so just things like that bring flexibility um and enjoy it take oh and by the way memory, memory maker, maker. That's, that's
0: what I was to say <laughs> you gotta, gotta get it <laughs> dude, especially if you're gonna be there for that long have it it's gonna come out like the minuscule per picture you're gonna get so many great shots.
1: yeah exactly hundred percent yeah make sure you get memory maker it's the
0: best all right mommy ricky what do you say
1: what
2: do I say about?
0: Yeah, well, I, dude, I mean, you're a parent uh, now. Let's go. We're using that. Friend. We're using that diploma that's on the wall now. Put it to work.
2: <laughs> she hasn't been to the
0: parks yet, so pretend, I'm not quite pretend. as yet. <laughs> Fake it till you yeah. make it. That's what yeah, we've been doing go. for 15 years.
2: I'm gonna say for sure. I agree with Pam. Take their pace because that's gonna be so key. Uh, you know, I, I would not go morning tonight. i mean that that's just you know the night the days that you want to go go in the morning maybe leave a little bit early uh the days that you want to make sure you're there for the fireworks and stuff like that you know maybe you know take my my method of getting to the parks and get there at like you know noon one o'clock or whatever and then stay for the, the evening relax during the day um i think that's just going to be key because uh, you're just, you're not going to be able to do that. I mean, I can't do that with, I couldn't do that without having Lucy. So, I mean, I can I can only imagine how much more difficult it would be, you know, with her. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be like the biggest piece of advice is just take it, like said Pam said, take it kind of at their pace and go with that. And the other thing you're going to have to obviously take into consideration is the time difference because that's going to throw everybody off not you know it throws you know it threw me off when i did the opposite going over to you know london and paris so i can only imagine coming over you know i know how that's going to throw everything off too so maybe definitely take a day or two to (laughs) really acclimate to that time change for the kiddos because that's going to be just
0: horrendous if you don't so i would do that good tip yeah yeah just this trip for me just being on the west coast to uh two time zones over so like, why is everybody going to bed so early? Right. right yeah. Anyway. All right. So we are going to duck out of here, but we'll be back again on Friday. Now, Friday, we got a fun trip report or not trip report, but a show for you, because we're going to talk about all the fun stuff that Pam and I have done recently down at Walt Disney World, like Pam stayed in the newly refurbished rooms at all-star sports. I know right. you thought, like, thought I was going to say something like Animal Kingdom Lodge or Grand right. Flo- Well, we nope. did talk about Grand Floridian because she did stay there, too. But yes, all-star sports and these rooms are pretty slick, so you might want to check those out because you know that's kind of my style And Young Families, man. It's a great place. You want to be on property. That's where the vibe is. And this is a great, great option. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about our experiences on Tron. I got busted for having a fanny pack. Hear the story. Oh. Details at 11. I know, Ricky. It was crazy. Dude, I got I got to walk a shame. It was terrible. Uh-oh. Had to get the walk to the locker. I feel like I was like in seventh grade or something. So here picture somewhere. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. Bad job, my problem. <laughs> it
0: was terrible. Bad. I almost cried. And oh, so my gosh. We just talk about all, you know, The uh, Pam was there for the return of Happily ever after. She talks about the vibe of being in the park for that and the dessert party and all the good stuff there and only getting, I think, three pieces of uh, cheesecake or something, The three samples, oh my of The three squares of cheese or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was a crime against humanity because right? I wasn't even paying for the one dessert party I went to at the Magic Kingdom. The travel agency was Pam was. This was like a few years back, and I ate so many desserts I almost threw up because I was gonna eat <laughs> all the desserts because they were included. Pam does the yep. opposite. She has like three cubes of cheese. She
1: says, that's when, good enough. When you
0: go to a dessert party, man, it's all included. Slam well, Rachel, it. They told me it
1: wasn't allowed to take that much because you would eat
0: so much. Oh yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, they're probably like, okay, we're gonna balance this out because you we know that you're friends with Roman. He ate 12 pounds of cheesecake last time we came to the party. Exactly. Almost Gotta killed himself. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just sweating the whole time the fireworks were going. I was like, oh, it's so hot. I don't <laughs> care. Anyway, join us Friday. It's a fun show, and uh, we always appreciate having you as a listener. Hey, if you have a question for the show, Mike at BRGuessPodcast.com. Drop that in the email. Don't forget you can follow Ricky on the social media at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Pam's at tmflt Pam. I'm at Mike Instagram and Twitter, Also, the show always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan that next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. It's super simple. Just swing by the website, themagicforless.com. All great trip planning tools right there at your disposal to get started. And then while you're there, fill out that free, no obligation quote form. And an agent will get back to you right away. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon that supports everything we do throughout the year and thank you to our patrons who allow us to put the show out three to four times a week could do it without you and our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest coming over this week we'd love to have you patreon.com slash be our guest podcast join us this Sunday night where we're going to be taking your calls talking about all things Disney we could talk about run Disney we could talk about annual pass sales we could talk about Tron we'll take your calls whatever's on your mind seven o'clock eastern six o'clock central join us live on Facebook and YouTube and be a part of the show All right, time to get out of here, and we will be back again on Friday. So until we get back together again for Ricky and Pam, this is Mike wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
2: You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.